Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser. So grateful that you've joined us on 99.1 FM Life Changing Radio, WJMM. So grateful for your support. If you tuned into the Encounter Radio Show yesterday, we spoke about saying hello to the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to pick up on that to this morning as well, too, talking about part two of saying hello to the power of the Holy Spirit. Anchor 11 at Encounter. Trust in the power of the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me. Here's what I've learned uh, walking all these years with the Holy Spirit, tr- building my relationship with the Father, uh, and, and having a personal relationship with this son, Jesus Christ. I've learned that if you want to get close to God, you got to learn how to run errands for the Holy Spirit. If you want to run errands for the Holy Spirit, you have to learn how to say yes to Jesus being the Lord and leader of your life. If you say yes to Jesus being the Lord and leader of your life, then you got to say yes to, G- to being baptized in water, declaring your faith and trust in Jesus. If you say yes to being water baptized, then you're going to need all the resources and power that God has to offer. And you get that by being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. If you say yes to being filled with the Holy Spirit, you have to let him guide you into truth, counsel you in that truth, convict you of that truth, live out that truth, and share and give that truth away. And when you say yes to the Holy Spirit leading you down this pathway, you will receive power that only the Holy Spirit can give. You see, Jesus had a purpose for his disciples once his mission was complete. He said this to them in Acts 1.8, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. See, when you say hello to this new power, it always comes with a purpose and, and responsibility. See, the day I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ, the power of God was the one standout fact that made the difference. The power of the Holy Spirit set me free from drugs, alcohol, anger, pride, a deep-seated absent father wound, insecurity, narcissism, lying, dishonesty, being sexually assaulted, unforgiveness, unbelief, a false identity, gambling, the wound of a lost dream, fear, anxiety, shame, guilt, regrets, porn, adultery, and many other strongholds that kept me locked up in chains. Friends, I was a dead man walking, bound by the devil, and headed to hell but God I love those two words but God in Colossians 2 it says this when you were dead in your sins and boy I was dead in my sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature God made you alive with Christ he forgave us all of our sins having canceled the written code with its regulations that was against us and then stood opposed to us he took it away nailing it to the cross, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Friends, that's what our lives are supposed to represent. The victory that was won on that cross is that our lives are supposed to represent that victory. You see, in summary, my life is a representation of the victory won on that cross. You see, but God made me alive with Christ. God forgave me of all of my sins. He released me from the law, which is the written code that stood opposed to me, 
that Paul talks about in that scripture in Colossians. He took that away and he nailed it to the cross. He went a step further. He disarmed the powers and authorities. Not only he did he disarm them, but he made a public spectacle of the enemy's best plan against Jesus, against you, against me and the world, triumphing over that plan by the cross. And friends, when I was baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit, the power of God came to live in me, and by the power of God that came upon me, the Holy Spirit made a public spectacle of the enemy's best plan to take me out by triumphing over that plan and setting me free. The devil took his best shot to take me out. The Holy Spirit said, I see your best shot, and I raise you one by giving my power that defeated you on the cross, that declared you destined to spend an eternity in torment and fire into my servant, Bill Reeser. The power of the Holy Spirit did so many things in my life. It healed my wife of cancer. The power of the Holy Spirit took my prayer life to new heights. The power of the Holy Spirit destroyed the spirit of fear in me and has given me power, love, and a sound mind. The power of the Holy Spirit put something inside of me I never had. And that was the power to love people like Jesus, to care for people like Jesus, to see people through the eyes of Jesus, to love them with his heart. The power of the Holy Spirit changed me, transformed me, healed me, and set me free from the inside out. The power of the Holy Spirit gave me everything I needed to live a godly life for him, representing him with good fruit. The power of God working inside of me made all that possible because I said hello to a new power. And I've been running errands for the Holy Spirit ever since. The Holy Spirit is the answer, like we spoke about yesterday on the Encounter Radio Show, to all of our problems. Whatever we need, whatever we pray, whatever we receive from God is going to come from the Holy Spirit. Why is that? Well, the Father's in heaven. Jesus is not with us. He's in heaven as well, too. Jesus finished his work. He's going to come back. He's doing two things. He's preparing a place for us, and he's interceding for us. But until he comes back, he's still with the Father. The Father's still with Jesus, and the only agent of God we have with us is the Holy Spirit. And anything that we need comes from the Holy Spirit, and it will come in power. Power that we or the world can never produce, manufacture, or replicate. Scripture says in John 16, 13, words of Jesus, But when he... The spirit of truth comes. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will only he will only speak what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit are always in sync. They are three in one, yet each person has a distinct function, purpose, and personality. And that is why it's so critical to have a personal relationship with each person of the Trinity. The Father spoke us into existence so we could be part of the family of God. Sin ruined everything, and because of sin, we were born separated from our Father. Jesus came to save us from our sins and restore a severed, broken relationship with our Father. When we accept Jesus by turning from our sins and trusting in him, we're saved from our sins and saved from the eternal separation from our Father in heaven. Now we know, like I just mentioned, that Jesus and the Father are both in heaven, but Jesus knew that would be a good thing because he knew that the helper was on its way. What type of help? Well, just Almighty God himself coming in the form of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of truth, counsel, comfort, grace, miracles, and power. Now, why is this so important? Why is tapping into the power of the Holy Spirit such an essential part of the Christian life? 
Short answer is the power of God always has a purpose. It always does. Why would God pour out his power on ordinary people like he did at Pentecost and feeble people like me and you? Well, let me give you a few examples, a few reasons why. One, so that we can be a great witness for him. Just like we mentioned, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth, Acts 1.8. So we can be a great witness for him too, so we can live the godly and holy life we're called to live. Second Peter 1.3 says his divine power, what is that? That's the Holy Spirit. His divine Holy Spirit power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Next, number three, so we can be taught by the best teacher that will help us remember everything in Scripture. Again, the words of Jesus, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Number four, so we can know our true and new identity in Christ by believing we are who he says we are and we can do what he says we can do through the power of the Holy Spirit. We talked about this last week on the Encounter podcast and radio show. 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation, not just by the power of the cross and the finished work of Jesus Christ, but by the indwelling work and power of the Holy Spirit. Another reason why we need to tap into the power of the Holy Spirit and why God pours out his spirit for us so that we can be overcomers. First John 4, 4 says, You dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. If you're going to defeat the enemy of your soul and everything and every principality and power that comes against you, you need to learn how to be an overcomer by tapping into the power of the Holy Spirit and believing the fact that the one who lives inside of you, the Holy Spirit, is greater than anything that could ever come against you. See, the difference between defeated followers and overcomers are those that know how to tap into the power of the Holy Spirit. When you get this into your system, when you realize that the God of all creation himself lives inside of you, with resurrection power, there's nothing in all creation that can stop you and the plan of God for your life. That's why the next reason we need the Holy Spirit so we can experience resurrection power. Romans 8, 11 says, And if the Spirit of Him who raised Christ from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who lives in you you. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is available to you and not only is available to you, but lives inside of you. And number seven, so we never run out of hope. Well, what's the best source of hope? Well, Romans 15, 13 says this, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope. How do you overflow with hope? By the power of the Holy Spirit. Next, so we can receive the gospel with the deep conviction. 
You see, many people receive the gospel with a deep in, intellect, receive it deeply intellectually. But God doesn't want you to receive the gospel just intellectually. He wants you to receive it with deep conviction. And that's what 1 Thessalonians 1.5 says, because our gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit, and with deep conviction. And next, so your faith would not trust in men, but in God. That's what the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 2. He said, my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with the demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith, if you're listening to the Encounter Radio Show, might not rest on men or me, but on God's power. Number 10, apart from the Holy Spirit and His power, you'll never be free. 2 Corinthians 3.17, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. You're never going to find freedom apart from the power of the Holy Spirit. Number 11, so we can be confident that what the Holy Spirit starts, He will finish. Philippians 1.6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it out to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. What am I talking about? Well, self-help doesn't work. Willpower doesn't work. It's God giving us the will and the power that works through his Holy Spirit. No one has the power and grace to live out God's plan for our lives without the power of the Holy Spirit. I know I'm the pastor of Encounter, but my real job is to encourage you in your faith and compel you to live a radical life of faith and trust in Jesus Christ, trusting in the power of the Holy Spirit to do what you can't do because nothing is impossible for God. The Father loves us, the Son saves us, and the Holy Spirit gives us power to live out God's plan for our lives. Let me ask you, what octane of God are you running on? Do you have a relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? If you do, you're running on all the power of God, and you'll have all that you need to live the life that He's called you to live. I hope this gives you hope as you listen to the Encounter Radio Show.